I'm Balonius Fransonius Marconius, along with Eddie Barella. hey And welcome to the uh, show. That voice you hear, <laughs> Eddie, is uh, yeah. a friend of mine uh, okay. in uh, Portland Radio. People know him as Darcel. Her, she. Um, oh, yes. And um, the, okay. the longest living, the oldest performing drag queen. She was 92 and passed away. Oh, and wow. I uh, hadn't mentioned anything about her. Oh, wow. And uh, I did. I really did love her. She was a great guest on my show. And, you know, so I thought maybe, you know, to, to celebrate her life, we'd have I have some clips just of her. Oh, yes. You know, so I can pay, play them randomly yeah. throughout. And, you know, like say we're telling people to listen to our podcast, you know, at the end of the show or something. Oh, wow. Another great show. <laughs> you know, things like that. Or uh, If you like the broadcast, try the podcast. Oh. <laughs> so, you know. So nice. Convenient. Yeah. Ayo. I love. Can we just play these clips today and leave? Yeah, Take just go home. Off, go enjoy the day. Well, yeah. I was I was bummed, but I know she's 90. She was 92, but she was such a good person and an ambassador in Portland, and everybody loved her. And uh, you, you really didn't know Portland unless you went to her uh, her club. It was, you know. It was a big, it was a big deal. And I think it's still going, Darcel 15, but um, without her, of course. And uh, I also uh, liked her as uh, Walter, you know, when she would uh, come in and she would just dress, uh, she always would wear a ball cap and glitter glasses and uh, Mm. just be uh, Walter in studio. But it was, you know, it was nice. So I enjoyed uh, my time, you know, many, uh, you, you know, you have these people and they pass away and you start feeling like life is just passing you by and this is happening. You know, this is what happens right. in life. And it's, it bums yeah. you out sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, too bad. I was looking up Darcel, uh, Walter, Walter, right? Yeah, Walter. Walter W. Cole, mm-hmm. the stage name there. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Guinness World Record certified him as the oldest drag queen performer in 2016. It says Ooh, on yes. uh, Wikipedia. Look at that. Ayo. And welcome to the That's show. Cool. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, several, I mean, I have full interviews I thought about publishing, but I was just like, it bummed me out so much, I couldn't even do it, you know? Like, I was just listening through, and I just, I thought, you know, I'm just going to keep these for me. I really enjoyed my time in broadcasting with uh, having Darcel on, and and she was always a great, always had great stories, and, you know, just funny, and played along, and she got it, you know, like some of those people just have that light and they understand performance. And so, uh, rest in peace, Darcel. So I, I don't, I don't like to have to report that, you know, it would be a great uplifting morning, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is I'm glad that I lived <laughs> in a time when I got to know Darcel, at least, you know, I, you got to look at it that right. way. No, because, yeah, yeah, of course. Of uh, course. you know, I was, I'm very fortunate to have crossed paths and to have experienced her in the radio and put her on my shows. And I, I think, you know, she appreciated it. I appreciated her. 
But we always, we met at all these events. She was at everything, anything, anywhere you go, Darcel was there. She was definitely an ambassador. If she ran for mayor, I bet she would have won if she wanted to. But, um, so rest in peace, Darcel. Oh, wow. Mood Killers. Moodkillersmerch.com. That is our merch store, as you know, Marconi. And we have so many beautiful items, beautiful keepsakes. We have items that are going to keep your family entertained and enlightened for generations to come. You'll be passing these items down through the years and the ages. Like the, <laughs> how about the men's premium sweatshirt that says stay anal? That's going to be as important as that Notre Dame sweater that uh, your dad used to wear back in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Passed around the family. Yeah. You know? The That's, one that he you know, wore in his, ca in his casket at his funeral, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's and, right. And don't forget, our uh, one of our favorites is the camping goblet. That's always a, a, a winner. Everyone loves that. And um, yeah. especially the new Stay Anal line, which uh, is 20% yeah. off right now. You can redeem that at moodkillersmerch.com and uh, hoodies, hats, beanies, bibs. Yes, bibs and other treasured keepsakes at moodkillersmerch.com. Check in with us anytime. 833 Hi, it's me, or that number is if you can't spell 833. Who can't spell Hi, it's me, by the way? It's hard. <laughs> it really is. 833 444 8763. And, you know, follow us on social media at moodkillers. Eddie, I don't want to bum everyone out, <laughs> but, but listen, sometimes we'll have to do a great start. You got to talk about things yeah. that go on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I posted this blog because I was feeling pretty low the other day and I decided that was the time I needed to express myself. <laughs> mistake. Always a mistake. But I didn't go, you know, I didn't get depressed online or anything. I just kind of expressed that I'm applying for work. For the first time in my life, non-radio jobs. And I wrote about my eras in radio. You know, Taylor Swift has her eras, her tours going on. So I thought, well, I have eras in radio. Look at this. A whole career. Wasted my life. And I could have done something. <laughs> but I chose radio for some reason, and now it's crumbling before me. So, you know, I uh, posted a big old long uh, thing on my personal blog, and... I wrote about it. And uh, the reason I think, you know, I was, I feel like my, my career may be coming to an end, not this show, but my actual, you know, radio career, maybe both. I don't know. <laughs> you know no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but the reason I, cause I, you know, in 2022, I was released from my network radio job, which Eddie and released. I released. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's wild. And I, I, I immediately uh. started interviewing and I got excited cause I was auditioning with, uh, a big radio station in Los Angeles, KROQ. I auditioned to be on their morning show and, you know, like some auditions go that didn't pan out. So, okay. But it gave me confidence to move on. I like something has to happen. And, you know, uh, I, I got some work here and there and I um, was excited because we had started Mood Killers and, you know, Mood Killers is like our passion project, like our indie film, you know? Right. So while we have no intentions of ending the show, I do need to have a few side jobs to equal a salary that I don't have from my former network radio job that I was released from. And 
I, oh yeah, I work. Uh, people might not realize I work two full time jobs besides this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in order to survive. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And now, now Marconi needs two full time jobs. Exactly. To and pile I do. On. Thanks to Eddie Barella, I do work for Adobe Radio, and I want to say that thank you, Eddie, for being such a kind friend. I mean, I know I'm not without talent. I'm not have an ego in that department, but I know that I don't have nothing to offer, but I do appreciate a friend who uh, saw that, you know, I needed something and was like, Hey, I could give you a job. And you did. You didn't have to do that. And you did. So, well, you know, we needed a service that you're great at providing. So, and that's uh, shaving people's legs and doing only fans yep. photos for the radio station. I was really that's excited right. to do it. So, but you know, but then I, then, you know, so I needed, uh, something else, and I interviewed for a job at a radio station in Chicago called The Drive, and I was one of the top contenders. And this, again, wouldn't impede the Mood Killer show or anything like that. It would just be another show I would do in addition. And uh, we were like, hey, maybe they would take Mood Killers as a show, too. You know, have all these ideas. And the, the, the program director was really nice, and we had a good conversation, and it just didn't work out, you know? So... It's just one of those times when everyone is, you know, kind of uh, still trying to recover from the pandemic and COVID and everything, you know, the, uh, the, the, all that. And so, yeah, sure, you'll hear that uh, jobs are out there, but most of them are jobs that nobody wants. The jobs that, like, guys like I want and Eddie wants, uh, there's so many people, there's so much competition, it's really hard to uh, stand out. So it really is a weird time because, yeah, I could go uh, wash dishes down the street or something, but I've spent my entire life doing broadcasting. I'm not above work, but I'm trying to, you know, stay in it, you know <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah the struggle is has never been more real, and uh, so I get, yeah, you get bummed out, but so I'm, I'm working on it, Eddie, and uh, coming up, I will tell you what I'm working on because I've learned you can't fail if you never give up. <laughs> I just I just threw up in my mouth a little bit saying that. Eddie, I was telling you about my uh, failed radio career. It seems to be coming to an end and uh, trying to be positive and I don't know if I can keep it, keep <laughs> it up. To be positive. It's all coming to an end. I'm being very positive over here. Oh yeah. I know that. I know that is it's, it's just a really tough industry right now because there are less and less jobs and it, we're being replaced by robots and AI and uh, you know, it's just, there's less opportunity. It might be confusing to someone listening to mood killers, hearing us on the radio and not understanding that, uh, and I've said this before, but Mood Killers is like our indie film, our passion project. And um, we're on a radio station, 101.5 The Blitz radio station. And uh, it's a wonderful place. But it's also kind of a startup business. And we're friends with the owner, Johnny K. Log. We met him because he was a former uh, VP of network programming. So here's, here's the deal with it. We do Mood Killers. Our agreement with Johnny K. Log is that, look, maybe right now you couldn't afford a show like Mood Killers on your station, but we have a goal to be on stations, and we're not on any stations right now, but you have a station. So you put us on the station, 
But with your network programming experience, a VP, you can guide us and help us build our empire by, you know, encouraging other radio stations to pick up the show, give us advice, and all that kind of stuff. And really, you know, when you think about that, that's a pretty good situation. But on the other hand, it still means that if you don't have a job on the other side of that, you still need a job on the other side of that. So uh, that, so that's what where we are. And we don't plan on leaving or moving, and we're committed to mood killers, and we uh, like being on the radio. But as far as actual uh, paying radio jobs, <laughs> it seems to be over. So, and, and I, I get frustrated. So I, I saw this guy on TikTok, and he says, uh, You can never fail if you never give up. <laughs> and so I took that. I wrote it down. So I was like, decided I can't give up because then I'll fail. And I've never given up before. I never felt like I wanted to give up. And I've never, but I've never been underemployed for more than like nine months in my entire life. So, you know, at 15 months, it's really uh, pushing it, you know? So I've, I, I think the, the problem is, is could you imagine, Eddie, you know this. You, but you've had some experience on things that weren't radio. I've had none, absolutely none. And I, like my only experience outside of radio is when I was a senior in high school, I worked at El Pollo Loco boil, boiling corn. So, yeah, I think things I might mean, have changed. That's basically, since then. what I've had. I worked at a pizza place in high school, then yeah. I worked at a coffee shop in my early 20s. But that's about it, though, really. And then, yeah, while I was working at that coffee shop, I was actually simultaneously working at a radio station. So, yeah. I, I, I know how you feel. I mean, like, it's pretty much all I've ever done. And uh, and I don't even know, like, terminology. Yeah. When somebody says, this is what this is, I'm like, oh, yeah, a, a social media manager, you do this, and they're like, well, you could be, you'd be great at social media manager. You're great on social media. And then you learn about, like, what social media manager is. You've got to know analytics. You've got to know what time to post things. You've got to help some uh, the client know what uh, their posting is working and what all these uh, different uh, analytical uh, numbers and things mean. And I'm like, look, I don't understand. My brain is dyslexic. It doesn't function. I'm a creative. I don't have, uh, I mean, I can do math. <laughs> I know when I'm a failure mathematically, but <laughs> uh, some of these things, I, I, even, I even went on Google ads. They have these courses you can take for free. And I'm officially a Google Ads certified. And I still I don't know what that means, but it sounds <laughs> fancy. It's supposed to be good for a digital marketing position. And then I'm like, well, oh, how do I do that? Okay. <laughs> so I have the education, but I don't know what it is. It's not good. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm just, you know, doing, doing what I can. You know, I just really, uh, I, I was thinking, you know, maybe... Taking out a, a do some refinancing, taking out a second mortgage on my apartment, <laughs> you know, maybe something <laughs> like that. You know, I've taken out an insurance policy on my seventy-three-year-old neighbor, Mrs. Tavaputs. Right. So when she drops right. dead, maybe that'll come through. You know? <laughs> there you go. So there's some options. I, I'm leaving myself some options at least, right? Creative thinking. Well, if anybody out there is hiring, shouldn't they contact you? Moodkillers at aol.com. <laughs> In yes. contact. <laughs> right. Yes. You know, the thing is, is like. I will say that, Marconi, you are a very uh, talented and creative individual. You would be a perfect social media guy or working in a creative aspect for any company out there that needs digital marketing. And, uh, I have a level of graphic design yeah. I can do. I'm not like skilled in uh, all the way. I'm not all the way, you know, 
level. I haven't graduated from anything, but just a natural ability to do do it kind of. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't I, – I just – I know a little bit of things about certain things that I can do, and I, I'm scared at most of them. I'm, I'm surprised I even got this far in radio, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Marconi, it's time for celebrity faux pas, fashion disasters, <laughs> and infamous – Social media face palms. Talking about celebrity news. Oh, yeah. Oh, celebrities. You've what are you wearing gooped. today, Marconi? Look at that. It's time for Moon Killer's Sassy Celebrity Scoops. <laughs> are we talking about their their attire? A scoop neck? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me the story behind what you're wearing today, Marconi. I thought, well, I'm just wearing a, a, a pocket tee. <laughs> And uh, nothing else. I'm poo-bearing for the show. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> you know, they don't have that red carpet anymore at the Oscars, but I have it here in the studio so you can walk back and forth and oh. feel like a star. I want to wear that hood that Taylor Swift had at the uh, iHeart Awards or whatever. She had this glitter hood. I think she wears it in uh, Bejeweled, that song. Oh. She oh, looked really? great. And, um, yes. I, 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 wanna, I want that for great. me. I want that for yeah. me. <laughs> I want to want to straighten my hair. Taylor had her hair straightened. It looked, I mean, looked fantastic. Oh wow, wow. Well, you know, Tom Brady is uh, back in the dating scene. Apparently, mm. I know that we're all very concerned. Is Tom Brady dating somebody? But you know, it is the off season. Yes. And apparently, Tom Brady is dating around, quote unquote, mm. according to an anonymous source. He's shopping. He's out and about. With Gronk. <laughs> oh, I this saw guy him. probably has no problem at all getting I a date. It's I saw him ridiculous. on the beach with uh, Edelton. What's the guy's name? And uh, and Gronk. They're on, like, vacation. I don't know if it was promotional shots or something, but maybe it was for right. Brady, his Brady brand. But it looked like he was just having a great time with his friends. I don't know. Right. What goes on there, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> I don't I'm know, but this guy, he really has no problem finding somebody i would imagine he could probably date anybody don't you think don't you think pretty much any woman out there would be interested in going on a date with him at least yeah i mean i don't i because yeah. he's a nice guy you know i think he's a nice guy and uh, from what he's i can rich. tell and, yeah. and he's he's and he's an athlete and he's know? loaded he's and yeah he looks i mean he's uh 45 and he looks like he's in his 30s <laughs> you know he doesn't look like a like an older dude he's a he's a good looking handsome guy and uh, i think it seems like he has a good personality and a good sense of humor. So, I'm just, I mean, I mean yeah. women say that sense of humor is important, so I'm I'm just assuming that that would be a I huge guess. thing if you could Oh, he <laughs> must be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, that's why women want to date exactly. he's the funniest guy out there. This guy's right. like uh, Chappelle yeah. and Chris Rock right. rolled into one. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we were talking I think last week about how Gwyneth Paltrow gooped somebody on the slopes. She slammed into somebody. It turns out during- I, from what I can I gather from all the things I've seen is that guy gooped her. And uh, and he and, and the, everyone there at the ski resort is saying he's a big fat liar. Well, you know that. So that's in court right now, or was in court recently, and uh, they were talking about what was going on. And apparently, according to this guy, you're saying is a liar. Yeah. He says that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow gave out a blood curdling scream before impact, 
and uh, people are talking about that in court. They're talking right about now. Oh, you have the audio. I'm. So, I don't want to interrupt, but she. she she Do text- I have the audio? Oh no, I could I th- probably dig it up. No, I thought you did. That's why you're like introducing something. <laughs> no, but she, I guess, texted someone like that guy really hurt me, and I think that's going into uh, that's part of the evidence they have on it. And it's like, uh, it's weird because you know. Oh, there's Gwyneth. I found <laughs> wow. the audio. That's exclusive. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's that's curdling, blood curdling. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's goop, Curdle. My my blood has yeah. been gooped. <laughs> my, there's goop coming out of my ears oh. after that. Ugh. Yeah, but you're, you're saying this guy is a dirty, rotten liar, huh? That's right. You don't believe him? Yeah, no, I... He's I, just... Because he's just... Do you think he... Uh, you're saying that he ran into her? Yeah, and then saw is dollar signs. He's like, hmm, oh, oh here's a situation. Uh, you know, and what a ma- jerk. And like I've said before, maybe he just wanted store credit. I mean, uh, you know, and, and why I not? Know. I think th- this is how you know Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't have a good lawyer is because he could have settled this out of court with a right. gift card to the Goop store a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, why not? Oh, buckle up and grab your kale smoothly. We're headed to Hollywood, Marconi. It's sassy celebrity scoops. Mm. Oh, we love celebrity, don't we? They're I don't just... I don't do a kale smoothie, but I do do the Tom Brady smoothie, which is delicious. I highly yeah, recommend it. Yeah, like a couple of uh, scoops of mayo and then what do you else <laughs> put in there? Try a, a dollop of gravy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and a banana. And uh, some cheese yeah. curds. Yeah, it's all right in there. Uh, half delicious. a sausage and a banana. That's how he has that uh, glow, <laughs> that youthful glow. That's it's right. the gravy. It's a gravy, sausage, and a banana combo. It's really, it really does <laughs> yeah, work yeah, on the yeah. skin. Absolutely. Well, you know that Grimes and Elon Musk had a baby. I forgot and... she existed until I saw this story pop yeah. up. <laughs> right. I guess they changed, they renamed their baby. I don't know if you could name a baby after it uh, mm. is spit out, but apparently you can. Mm. And they renamed the baby to Curiosity Symbol. Okay. So I think I think they mean just a question mark. Now, will this baby... They, they named the baby a question mark? Will this baby have to pay the $8 a month to be verified on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Famous. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Molly Shannon is going to be hosting SNL, your favorite show. I love it her. Is, uh, I love Molly Shannon. You know, Man, it's great heard, to have her back at Studio 8H with the gang. I heard her and, on Howard uh, Stern tell her horrific childhood about how uh, I think her mother was killed and she was in the car. It was a whole uh, situation, like her family, like I think, and one of her sisters or something in a car accident. Good. Yeah. Wow, and, and then to come out it of it, is. you know, with the, with such a sense of humor, and uh, you would never think that about someone like that. She just has such a great life about her. I don't know. I just I love her. Yeah, I heard that interview too, and I actually it gave me a newfound respect for her. She seems like a really cool lady, and yeah. uh, she'll be back there on SNL. That Lord Michaels is getting up there though, isn't he? Like almost eighty. <laughs> do you think he's still there in person, or do they do they card him out? At this they, point, it's cause... just a robot. Like they, 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 he's just—he's actually uh, Austin Powers now. Like or the what's his name, Doctor Evil. He just Doctor Evil cart Doctor Evil's head out of the on the on the stage, and there he is. No, I, you know what? I saw I, him. Yeah, I happened to like I what I watched the one with uh, Wednesday, uh, Jenna Ortega, and you know they oh, did yeah, the, did they cart him out? No, well they do those things where they uh, show you during the commercial. 
what's about to happen, and they show you a little bit of behind the scenes, which is kind of cool. Um, and, and they showed him walking around on the set. I don't know. I don't know if he knew where he was or if he was meant to be there or what. <laughs> like, yeah, get, 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 get off the set, man. We're trying to do a show. He thought he was on the set of Kids in the Hall. He's looking for all <laughs> right. those guys. He doesn't yes. know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Molly Shannon's going to be back there. Th- that should be fun. I should probably do the cheerleader thing. Maybe they'll, they'll also wheel out uh, Will Smith for a cameo. I mean, Will, uh, not Will Smith, Will Ferrell. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves, you know, he has the top movie, John Wick 4. Oh. And I thought this was kind of interesting. He said that he cut so much dialogue out of John Wick 4 that he only says 380 words in the three-hour-long movie. Oh, so really? By the way, it's a three-hour-long three movie. Oh, it's, so it's like really uh, more like John Wick three and a half. Right. And how many times can he fall downstairs? That's what I want to know. Like, <laughs> I haven't not- seen one of those wicks. Are they all good? I'll, I enjoy the wicks. Yeah, they're just mindless action films that Forgettable. are just fun to. I mean, they're they're just they're really well done. I, I mean, they're the types of movies where you can zone out a little bit and just enjoy scroll it on your phone. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, scroll on your phone, and then you just wait for John Wick to do something cool. He does a backflip and then pushes somebody the into I, a bus. I don't like the yeah. movies where like there's a lot. Of dramatic dialogue where there's really talks, quiet talking. And well, then you like, love John Wick. He doesn't. He says like three words throughout oh, okay. the whole thing, and he's just there's no meetings. Up. There's nobody sitting down in meetings. <laughs> God, like I hate se- Succession. Yes. Is basically meetings. The TV show. <laughs> but yeah. uh, that's what celebrities are up to. Our favorite people. We cover them here on Mood Killers. No other radio show has the guts to go to Hollywood. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. We go there. I want to be famous. Oh, yes. Eddie, I, I've uh, started family group therapy, and um, it's, it's, I don't know how it's going. It's kind of weird. My nephew, we started talking, and, you know, my therapist wanted uh, people in my family to tell me what they really think of me. And so here's a recording of it. My nephew, Greg, his thoughts on me. You're mean. <clears throat> you're mean. You're a mean old man. You're, you're a mean old bastard. Uh, and you scare the life out of folks. That's your thing. You're scaring me right now. And, and that's why I don't even know how what to do. I mean, that was... I was wow, taken, candid. I was taken aback by that. I didn't expect that. My, my nephew never talks to me. I guess that's why. You know, he thinks uh, you're mean. <clears throat> you're mean. You're a mean old <clears throat> man. You're you're a mean old bastard. <laughs> so, um, and then okay, my brother Roman chimed in because they brought up. Uh, they talked about the end of my sham of a marriage, and Roman had this to say: "Yes, it's a sad, sad day when love dies." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh. so things aren't going great, as you can uh, kind of get a hint of, but. Okay, Eddie, I'll be honest. That wasn't group therapy. That was uh, clips from the recent episode of Succession, my favorite show. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Meetings, the TV show? And I'm trying to get into it because I know you like I the know, show. I know, me too. I fall, no, I, I mean, I, I, I keep falling asleep during it. And I've 
Well, I've restarted season one about literally three times, and it, uh, for some reason, the opening credits and that uh, theme song they have, which I really do like the opening <laughs> credits, it, it, it just puts me to sleep like a lullaby. I don't know. Everything is why. like a, me- a long meeting, and it's very dramatic, and this one and that one slamming each other. Uh-huh. It's high stress. These billionaires uh, can't seem to enjoy themselves no matter what they do. And, uh, and then this one in particular. So here's, I have a, a, a quick audio clip of this that is of the show, the recent one, the first episode of this season. And it's, it's weird because it's just about numbers. And I just like, what? Come on! And I don't want to talk numbers. It's not about the numbers. Should we just say our number, though? Different people saying different numbers, eight, nine. What's next? You know, so confusing. What comes after nine? Nine B? Okay, so we're gonna go in and say eight. Yeah, we're we're starting at eight. Yeah, eight is good. Tell her what? We anchor at seven? Not a problem. Start at six. But like you're kidding around. Seven is what we soft footed, right? Six. We're very relaxed about eight. This is disgusting. So she appreciates eight. Eight fives. Can we, can we go there? Did he go to nine? He didn't go to nine, did he? Our ceiling is 12. Okay, sure. Ours too. We need to be at nine five. <laughs> you know what, I wonder, I wonder if we don't nickel and diamond and we just go to 10. 10? Okay, yeah, 10, 10. Kind of feels like we should open some champagne. So I have your dad. <laughs> Congratulations on saying the biggest number, you morons. Well, there you go. That's the entire, <laughs> the entire episode. Just... Right. I mean, you can see why the work bros love it, because it's riveting television. <laughs> you know, yeah, they can't make Emmys fast enough for that. <laughs> Eddie, Adam Sandler was getting the Mark Twain prize and uh, Steve Buscemi, or as he calls him, the Bush, uh, gave a great speech. I don't know if you saw this, but it's uh, pretty cool. Hey, buddy. You know, when they asked me to say a few words about my friend Adam, I immediately said, "Eh, whatever. (laughs) Where is it? Oh, D.C. Yeah, typical Sandler. I never get cast in his movies in Hawaii or South freaking Africa, but oh, oh, D.C., yeah, let's get the boosh on a bus and get him down here. <laughs> That's what he calls me, boosh. Makes no sense. I, I've never understood that. I'm sorry. So congratulations, buddy. You got your big comedy award. Comedy, am I right? (laughs) Man, I was a serious actor before I met you, man. I did edgy indies. Have you ever tried that? In a way, I'm not talking about playing yourself in unedited gems. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you were good in it, but the whole time I was... I was watching you win it. I was thinking, stay in your lane, water boy. (laughs) Anyway, I suppose uh, I should read these words that the writers texted me this morning. Thank you. 
He doesn't act like a movie star. He doesn't look like one either. I mean, <laughs> and he actually sucks at golf. Okay, it's more like crappy Gilmore. Hey-oh! <laughs> seriously, all drinking aside, I love you, Adam. Love you, buddy. Nobody makes me laugh like you, and nobody has taken better care of me in this business than you. And it's uh, yeah, he does this. He does this for all his friends. He's done it for so many people. All the, the guys that you came up with, they're either writing or directing or producing or acting in your films. I love it when you scream at me off camera, like funny things to say, and I just try and say them like you. And then when I hear you laugh at the funny thing you told me to say, <laughs> I'm in heaven. No, I love it. I love it. But for me, I think the best part of working with Adam, with you, is just is just getting to hang out with you, man. Congratulations, Adam! You are deservedly getting this award for your legendary career. And knowing you, and your talent, and your big heart, the best is yet to come. Now, can I please go to Hawaii with you next time? Okay. Congratulations! I love you, Boosh. I like. I love you, Boosh. <laughs> what a great that was speech. Good. I mean, that's very uh, good. I, I just like the thing where he's like, you know, you take care of everyone. You take care of me better than anybody else has taken care of me. And so it's it just it kind of uh, very heartwarming to hear that about him. Yes. You, you always know? hear that about Adam Sandler. He takes, I guess, he bought all of the stars of that Grown Ups movie, Cars. To I heard of that. Oh, yeah. He does stuff like that all the time for his. His friends and cast members, or cast mates, rather. He's yeah. supposed to be a, a really nice guy. And then uh, Taylor Swift won Innovator Award, an Innovator, the uh, iHeartRadio. And uh, like I said, she looked fantastic. Um, and this is very, this is a great speech. I liked what she had to say about this. The, the thing with these exciting nights and moments, and specifically this award that I'm so lucky to have gotten, is that... You know, they're shining a light on the choices I made that worked out, right? The ones that turned out to be good ideas, but I really, really want everyone to know, especially young people, that the hundreds or thousands of dumb ideas that I've had are what led me to my good ideas. You have to give yourself permission to fail. I try as hard as I can not to fail because it's embarrassing, but I do give myself permission to, and you should too. So go easy on yourselves and just make the right choices that feel right for you. And someday someone might think that you've been innovative. Thank you so much for this. I just yes, mommy. I like her whole vibe there. Like, you know, like she's on the top of the world oh, right she's now. Great. She's like, hey, look, you have to make mistakes in order to get where, where you want to go. That's a, it's a good message. I, I mean, like it. I, I did look up the photo of her giving that speech, and you were talking about this hoodie thing mm -hmm. that she's wearing. And yes. she basically looks like a bedazzled Sith Lord. <laughs> that's right. And it's great. I love it. Uh, that's right. She's coming. She, she's an innovator, Eddie. She'll, uh, yeah. she'll do whatever. I love it. Mood Killers!